0: This is actor Daniel Vaningen with this week's parenting podcast on the ultimate family sleep challenge. I've met some incredible people with sleep problems due to very understandable sleep situations. I met someone who slept on an Air Force carrier for an entire two years. He had a night shift and when he was sleeping his sleep, sleep arrangement was right next to fighter jets landing and taking off. Also he was jerked awake to alarms uh, on the ship that awoke him, his sleep had been affected ever since for twenty plus years then there th- then there are those individuals with significant breathing difficulties. Sleep apnea is a potentially serious sleep disorder in which breathing repeatedly stops and starts. If you snore loudly or feel tired even after a full night 's sleep, you might have you might have sleep apnea and i 've seen individuals with sleep apnea but have difficulty keeping the CPAP mask on because of claustrophobia. A full-face CPAP mask can cause CPAP claustrophobia for some um, small percentage of individuals. In this case, using using nasal pillows or nasal masks is a better option. I saw a veteran who was hit by a bomb or nearby and debris and wood fell on top of him. It took comrades 20 to 30 minutes to get all the wood off of him. Since then, enclosed spaces are difficult for him. Sleep is affected, and he has sleep apnea. CPAPs are problematic. There's all kinds of sleep problem scenarios, from insomnia, hypersomnolence, which is excessive sleepiness, narcolepsy, and then there's breathing-related sleep disorders. But then there's the rest of us. Today's podcast is primarily about the rest of us and about families, The bottom line is that we are sleep-deprived. According to the National Institute of Health, the average adult sleeps less than seven hours per night. and In today's fast-paced society, um, getting six or seven hours of sleep may sound pretty good, uh, may feel good, uh, especially for us parents with multiple kids, but in reality, it can be a recipe for chronic sleep deprivation. And one of the things that's not happening, or not helping, I should say, is approximately five, six years ago, the majority of adolescents got their own uh, mobile smartphone, Uh, and that is causing problems. 92% of adolescents report getting less than six hours of sleep during during weeknights. Um, And there's no doubt that the, the sleep deprivation causes all kinds of problems. Memory issues, trouble with thinking and concentration, mood changes, a weakened immunity, right? Too little sleep weakens your immune system's defenses against viruses, those that cause the common cold and flu. You're more likely to get sick. High blood pressure, a risk for diabetes, weight gain. With sleep deprivation, the chemicals that signal to your brain that you are full are often off balance. As a result, you're more likely to overindulge. You think you're hungry. Really, you're sleepy. Also, low sex drive, risk of heart disease, poor balance. All of these affect, uh, affect are affected, and sleep deprivation can cause these kinds of problems. Um. I want to talk today about the lack of sleep. Ultimately, though, I want to present the ultimate family sleep challenge. So there's a lack of sleep that causes all these problems, and we see it among kids and teenagers. So it's not just the parents, but what I want to invite all families to do is figure out how they can get more sleep for one week and see how they feel by day seven. We all need more sleep. Let's talk about good sleep practices. What can families do to improve sleep? One is we need to recognize that we need more sleep. Two, we want to eliminate naps. Naps don't work. Uh, most parents, I don't know how they, they find time for naps, but just in terms of a a sleep practice, one of the things that's uh, helpful for for good sleep practice patterns and circadian rhythms is to eliminate naps. Uh, naps can disrupt the sleep cycle and cause you to ha- be less. Um, uh, they can cause you to f- uh, have feel less rested the next day and the following day, because at night for the next couple of nights uh, you're going to get less sleep. Um, and we can go into more details. On that, on another time, but but naps affect the sleep circadian rhythms. Also, what we want to do is go to bed earlier. Pre midnight sleep is better than post midnight sleep. Um, so if you go to bed at ten o'clock, get up at uh, five, you're going to get seven hours. That's better than twelve to eight a.m. Um, but most uh, most importantly, we want to eliminate the blue light that, that uh, delays the promotion of melatonin, a sleep-promoting hormone. We want to eliminate the visual images that we see uh, that affects the occipital lobe uh, and, the, and the cortices that make a person stay awake. So putting down the smartphones one hour before bed. I recommend the park zone that individuals, families, Uh, put their phones in a park zone, Um, whether that's in the office, on the counter, one hour before bed. Another tool for good sleep practices is uh, if you're not asleep in 20 minutes, get out of the bed and uh, do some mild activity, Right, not P90X or insanity, um, but a mild activity and then return back To sleep, not stare at your phone, uh, but a mild activity, maybe some stretching, and then return to bed. Uh, Create bedtime routines that prime you for a deep, high quality sleep. Get TVs out of the bedroom. Consider the idea of screen free zones. Screen free zones. There's three places that need to be phone free. Uh, one is the car ride. That's right. Have conversations with your kids rather than uh, look at your phone, especially at a red light. Look around for a cop so you can pick up your phone, send a work email. No. Engage in conversations. Two, the dinner table. Kids learn best interacting with people. Let's turn the TV off. Let's turn, put the phones away at the dinner table when you go out for a restaurant. How many of us have seen families stare at their phones uh, at a restaurant instead Look at each other and talk. And number three, the bedroom. That's right. Screen-free zones. Uh, Get the TVs out of the bedroom. Get the phones out of the bedroom. Get the computers out of the bedroom. Um, But we want to help children get more sleep. More and more news, more and more studies coming out that just shows that kids are, are getting too little sleep. And there's different things that are having a serious effect on sleep, and phones are one of them. But families should do an experiment. Try for one week. This is the ultimate family sleep challenge. Join us and try for one week. And do everything. Family members talk about this on Sunday, and then do everything that they can do to get more sleep. A consensus group for the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends sleep. Of course, um, when I talk with parents, they understand infants 4 months to 12 months should get 12 to 16 hours of sleep per 24 hours. Um, And then children 1 to 2 years of age should get 11 to 14 hours uh, per 24 hours, and that includes naps. In children ages 3 to 5, they do need naps or at least some rest time uh, where they're they're quiet, even if they're not a napper. But they should get 11 to 13 hours per 24 hours on a regular basis to promote optimal health. And children 6 to 12 years of age should get uh, 9 to 12 hours per 24 hours on a regular basis. And... And uh, 9 is the low range, but likely what you want to do is shoot for 10 to 12 hours. And teenagers age 13 to age 18, when I talk with parents, they think they need to get 8. Well, they're getting less than 6 on weeknights. They try to make it up on weekends. But teenagers really need 9 to 10 hours per 24 hours on a regular basis. So they need 9 to 10 hours. Of sleep, teenagers need more sleep. So, what I want to recommend is everyone agrees to do this for one week. Everyone uh, sees how they feel. Make it a game. Families do whatever it takes. Right, right. Try to eliminate electronics. No lights. Uh, get that bedtime ritual down, and incorporate strategies, and see what happens. See, in, see how everyone feels by day seven. How do we feel? This is the ultimate family sleep challenge. And this is going to make a significant difference uh, for families. My name is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen. Check us out at uh, parentingdoctors.com. Check out my new book, You Are Your Child's Best Psychologist, Seven Keys to Excellence in Parenting. This is your parenting podcast on the ultimate family sleep challenge.